0: Morning Cross Trainers, Donnie P coming at you Monday morning, Uh, it's May 29, the year's going fast, it's really quite amazing, so today what I want to talk to you about is the subject God's provision, are you looking in the wrong place? Uh, I've been getting a recurring picture over the last couple of days of Peter just throwing his net off the side of his boat And doing that time and time again and catching nothing. So, uh, let's go have a look at Luke chapter 5, because this is one of the incidences of Peter doing that very thing. So, I'll read you verse uh, 1 to 11. Um, Yeah, it's coming from the Amplified, and I'm reading from, um, yeah, the Bible gateway. So, uh, It says, one day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, which is basically the Sea of Galilee, uh, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to pull out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. Verse 4, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. So, just want to get into a bit of, well, this is doniology here, it's not, you know, scripture, but I, I, I think it's probably you know within the context and i'm not taking things out of uh out of context um jesus who was a carpenter told peter who's a seasoned fisherman to go and cast his nets out when he'd caught nothing all night and peter would have been thinking okay well you're good at what you do i'm good at what i do and like i've literally been out here all night trying to catch fish i've caught nothing and Um, here you are telling me to go and do what didn't work Um, didn't work and I tried all night so I'm sure that's what was going on in Peter's mind Um, yeah so um, he reluctantly did what Jesus said he's just going well okay and I mean you could sort of well just read behind the lines like I am hopefully I'm not getting it wrong but He would have thought, okay, well, I'll humor this guy, I'll just do it, probably nothing's going to happen and that'll be that and I'll pull the nets in and just get on with my day. Um, But it says in verse 6, When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid, from now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up to the shore, left everything and followed him. So, yeah, the the Bible is just a summary of of um, you know, the various um, events that happened but uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing that Peter doing it his way, uh how he'd always done it, caught nothing and Jesus, who wasn't even a fisherman, told him to go and cast his nets and he caught maybe one of the biggest catches he'd ever Ever caught in his life, he was just shocked, and so were the others and There were so many fish caught that uh, when they loaded them into both boats uh, the the boats were beginning to sink, so this was an amazing uh thing, and it was even more um, yeah more um, amazing to them because they'd been out there all night trying to catch something and didn 't catch a thing um, if <laughs> It sounds like uh, my fishing experience. I'm um, not exactly the world's greatest fisherman, but, um, yeah, uh, I could I could use a bit of uh, Jesus' <laughs> Jesus experience in that regard, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, so, um, this is where pride and lived experience in our own emotions and limited thinking can trip us up. Um, so... At this point we have Well two choices Or or Peter did at least And so do we Um, We can either humble ourselves And do what God asks or tells us to do Or we can do it our way Uh, If we do The the first one, follow God We're going to get An abundant outcome If we do it our way We're probably not going to get anything If we're uh, doing the opposite Of what God said to do So We all have choices. So if God has told you or me to do something and we don't do it um, or we think we know better, um, you know, and and let our emotions, our lived experience, our limitations, um, our pride or anything else get in the way, then we're shortchanging ourselves. So we've got to listen to Jesus and, and do what he says because he knows better um, he always knows better and the reason he tells us to do it is because of that uh, so we've, we've we've got to rely on him and not on ourselves and this is a constant battle you know like Romans twelve one to two says um, you know to become a living sacrifice so we've got to get up on the altar and stay there um, if you like me um, I, I don't like being on the altar my my flesh is quite strong and I'm always rationalizing ways to get off the altar and do things my way. Um, And that hasn't worked very well in in the past or even currently, to be honest. Um, So submitting to God and doing things His way and listening and um, humbling ourselves is way better than doing it our way and and getting nothing. Um, So... In terms of this, I, I just want to apply it to um, healing. Um, I'm passionate about healing. I believe that we in, in the church don't really understand it yet, and Jesus died to give us a lot more than what we currently are experiencing. Because, um, you know, no, no condemnation or anything, but as a general comment, um, I look around churches and I see... Christians that are as sick or sicker than unbelievers and I think well how can this be Uh, what are we doing that's that's not right Um, and to answer that uh, Isaiah 53 1 God is asking a uh, rhetorical question and I'm just going to go over there in the amplified again off the Bible gateway reading off my computer Isaiah 53 1 says who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Um, well, we should be able to answer. Well, I believe your message, and you have revealed your strength to me, and I, I, I believe what you've said. Um, but yeah, it's it's a rhetorical question. The uh, triune God is asking, you know, Father, Son, and Spirit. They're going, well, who's who's going to believe us? Um, it could be in healing it could be in anything but um are we going to believe god and so in Isaiah 53 i'll read verse 4 to 6 from the amplified it says surely in other words no doubt surely he took our pain and bore our suffering yet we considered him punished by god stricken by him and afflicted but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Verse 6. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid, uh, yeah, the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. So, very interesting. Um, What I'd say to you, firstly, is uh, in terms of the reference it says by his wounds we are healed are being an ongoing present tense it 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 just keeps coming so jesus paid for our healing by what he did at the cross uh by how his body was literally torn to pieces um and how he suffered and shed his blood uh for us for the uh, remission of sins but to set us free um you know, so when, when you get into the root words, um, sorrows in the Hebrew means anguish, affliction, grief, pain, sorrow, wounds. Um, it, it means the same thing in the Hebrew, it literally wounds. Transgressions is rebellion, sin, trespasses. Bruise is, um, well, that refers to being broken in pieces, crushed, destroyed, Humble, depressed, smitten in the Hebrew, iniquities, uh, that refers to perversity, moral, evil, fault, misbelief, uh, punishment of sin, chastisement, um, that's referring to correction, discipline, rebuke, instruction, doctrine, peace is shalom in Hebrew, Uh, that's safety, well-being, happiness, health and prosperity, stripes, is to be black and blue, to have marks, bruises, and wounds, and healed is rapha in Hebrew, and it actually means to be literally mended and stitched up by a doctor, to be cured, repaired, made whole. Um, so this is um, this is what is ours and what Jesus paid for at at the cross. You know, um, he willingly shed his blood so that. Um, we could be set free and made whole. And in Isaiah 61, it says, like, it, it was his mission statement. Um, you know, it says he came to set the captives free and heal the brokenhearted and things like that. And um, if you know anyone that's ever been seriously ill uh, with anything, um, they're, they're captives to that. And Jesus died to set us free from captivity. Um, that was his whole mission. And Hebrews 13, I think it's verse 8, says that he changes not. And, um, when you reflect on the, uh, scripture about the leper that went to Jesus and said, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus said, I am willing, be clean. And he was clean, um, made, made whole at that time, fully restored, fully delivered of leprosy. And Jesus told him, all well, go and tell what just happened to the priest, and you know follow the Jewish rituals in the temple. Um, as as a uh, result, uh, the uh, crowd were uh, amazed at that, of course, uh, as anyone would be. But you know, if if Jesus healed that person, um, see, we we get ourselves into all these mental. Uh, binds about, oh, is God's will to heal me? Well, yes. I mean, Jesus went to the cross to take everything away in terms of sickness, disease, oppression, depression, uh, lack, um, all of that. Uh, that's what he, what he actually came to do. And, you know, he, he suffered so much at, at the cross. Um, yeah, we, we really need to understand what he actually did and why he did it and uh, yeah just um accept it and believe it um and be delivered of sickness and um in uh psalm 91 it actually talks about no sickness will come near our dwelling but if we don't believe it then it's not going to happen for us and jesus in the miracles that he was doing whether it be the issue of the woman with uh, yeah the, the woman with the issue of blood or whatever you want to think about um there was always an element of faith with the individual uh, concerned. They had to, um, you know, at at least believe that it was possible for them to get healed. Um, you know, so yeah, there there is some uh, responsibility on our behalf not turning this into a legalistic thing. But um, yeah, we it's it's up to us to walk by faith and not by sight. But unfortunately. A lot of us are walking by sight and not by faith. And when you get back to um, Luke 5 with uh, Jesus and Peter in the fishing boat there, Peter was walking by sight and not by faith. He was rationalizing in his own mind going, Hey, buddy, I've been out here all night, didn't catch a thing. I'm a fisherman, you're a carpenter. So... I mean, why would you even say that? But because of who you are, I, I respect you. I'll I'll do it. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, when he caught the the huge catch, uh, that's why I said, I uh, depart from me, Lord. I'm I'm a sinful man. In other words, I've been thinking the wrong way, acting the wrong way, doing the wrong thing, and getting the wrong results. And you you were right. You are the Son of God. Um, I should have listened, I didn't, and I'm sorry. And, um, yeah, it's it's really quite profound. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jesus suffered greatly for, for us as the Lamb of God. You know, when uh, John the Baptist saw Jesus in the early chapters of John, he's, he said to the, his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Um, you know, and Jesus literally did that. He took away Our sickness, our disease, our oppression, our brokenness, um, our lack of peace. He is the Prince of Peace. Um, So we can walk in this world uh, regardless of what nonsense is going on and we can be in peace. And um, again, referring to Psalm 91 with all the craziness, um, stuff can happen right beside us yet it won't come near us and it won't come near our dwelling uh, meaning our our greater family if, if we believe and if we listen to God And if we put into practice what he died to give us Because, um, dare I say it Jesus is not healing anyone anymore um, In context, what I mean by that is He already did it 2,000 years ago at the cross uh, After Jesus was crucified at the cross And when he gave up his spirit um, He said, it is finished and he went and sat down at the right hand of, of the father. He's not constantly getting up and down from the throne room going, oh, this person's sick, I better go heal them or whatever. He, What he did was um, a complete sacrifice, good for all time, for all humanity, for everyone uh, that has lived or ever will live. Um, you know, he he paid it all. Um he couldn't do any better than what he did and he doesn't have to redo anything and so in that sense he's not healing anyone now he's seated at the right hand of god but his sacrifice was good enough we we just have to believe it and um apply it so by his stripes we are he, uh, are healed um you know so it's it's a, a constant ongoing thing as as i as i mentioned um so yeah, every sickness, disease, oppression invaded Jesus' body on the cross. He took it all upon himself, and he removed all of that from us. So if he if he took it away, why would we want to take it back? Uh, leave it with Jesus and uh, walk in in health and prosperity, freedom, peace. Um, yeah, be um, be in the zone, so to speak, where you can have a um, abundant life. Uh, like John ten ten says that, you know, Jesus came, um, well, uh, to give us a, um, abundant life, but the thief, as in Satan, comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he uses sickness to do that. So we've, we've got to take our authority over what he's doing and not accept his, his garbage. Um, you know, cause if, if we accept it, then he'll keep delivering it. So, um yeah verse six in isaiah fifty three it says we all like sheep have gone astray and turned to our own way um, it's interesting that that was put in uh to the reference of what Christ did um, so what what God is saying here is well you know we've all done our own thing we've all turned aside to our own uh, our own uh human way of thinking and rationalization and so forth uh, we we need to get back uh, back to God. <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, to um, to actually believe what Jesus did at the cross, and um, yeah, First Peter two twenty four is all all about the uh, healing of of Jesus too. In terms of um, it says, by his stripes we have been healed. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So if we are healed and if we have been healed well it, it can't get any more plain than that we are healed um so yeah it's it's just interesting um so peter caught the fish in luke 5 after reluctantly obeying what jesus said you know he was acting in pride acting on his own lived experience and thinking well you know why would i listen to you <coughs> excuse me um Well, the answer is, if you you listen, then you're going to get a huge haul. Um, If you do it God's way, it's going to work out way better than your way uh, or my way. Um, So, yeah, that's the moral of the story. Let's drop our pride, our uh, knowledge, quote-unquote, our lived experience, our human beliefs, and let's instead choose to do what God says to do. Um, So if we do that, we'll get the results that we're seeking a lot faster and in greater abundance than we thought possible. Um, so Peter did the right thing after the fact, and um, he said to Jesus, well, he, he revealed his heart. He said, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Um, and, and he was at, at that point. Um, you know, but um, after the, um, yeah, the, the resurrection and uh, when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, which was yesterday... Uh, on our cal- calendar, the coming of the Holy Spirit. Um, Peter went on to become uh, everything Jesus said about him. Um, he he lived up to that, and he ultimately uh, was martyred for his his faith. But um, Jesus, when he re- oh, sorry uh, Peter, when he received the Holy Spirit, um, went on with great boldness, and uh, he and his fellow disciples. Um, Turned turn the world upside down um, And it could be right, argued uh, Turned it the right side up um, So yeah If we're casting our net our way We're, we're not going to catch anything And if we keep doing it We'll get the same result Whereas um, if we listen to God And uh, do what he says Then we'll get a faster And more plentiful result So that's about all I had uh, for the moment, so be blessed, have a great week, and uh, I'll talk to you next time.